I'm Dr. Anthony Bolus, and welcome to Healthy Dose. Today, we bring back John Parker, Director of Admissions at Sanford University's McWhorter School of Pharmacy, as he will discuss about the licensure exams required of graduates of pharmacy school, along with what the prognosis is for the pharmacy profession in the future. You go through pharmacy education to be eligible to qualify to sit for license, and then once you're licensed, you're eligible to practice. More to come on today's edition of Healthy Dose. This is Healthy Dose, brought to you by the McWhorter School of Pharmacy at Samford University. McWhorter School of Pharmacy, preparing pharmacists who transform lives. More on the web at samford.edu slash pharmacy. Welcome back to Healthy Dose. I'm Dr. Anthony Bolas. Last week, we discussed about pharmacy school and what it is like for student pharmacists on a yearly basis between studies and experiential rotations throughout all four years of the doctoral program. If you were unable to tune in last week, be sure to log on to our website, healthydose.org, where you can find all of our past episodes. You can also be sure to like us on Facebook at Healthy Space Dose. Follow us on Twitter at Healthy underscore Dose underscore. Or new for this year, you can find our episodes on our Healthy Dose podcast, which can be found on iTunes or Android devices. This week, we bring back John Parker, Director of Admissions at Samford University's McWhorter School of Pharmacy, as he will discuss more about the licensure exams required of pharmacists to pass before practicing pharmacy, along with what the job prognosis is for the pharmacy profession in the future, and what the interest level is for students applying to pharmacy school today. First, Parker discusses what licensure exams are required to take upon completion of pharmacy school and before a pharmacist can practice medicine. There are two main tests that the students take upon graduating from pharmacy school. So you go through pharmacy education to be eligible to qualify to sit for license, and then once you're licensed, you're eligible to practice. So the two primary tests are the NAPLEX, the North American Pharmacy License Exam, and then the MPJE, the Multi-State Pharmacy Jurisprudence Exam. So basically you have the pharmacy license and then the pharmacy law. Those two exams all students must take to be eligible to practice. Most states within the U.S. have a little different take on the law exam so they can take the pharmacy NAPLEX which will reciprocate to most states so no matter where they go to pharmacy school most of the states in the U.S. they just fill out a little bit extra paperwork and they can transfer their license between states most states then will also want the students to take their law portion because each state in the U.S. has a little different law governing what exactly pharmacists can do in that state in working with their patients. Parker elaborates on the profession of pharmacy as a whole and gives a diagnostics report on what the market looks like for the future of graduating pharmacists being able to find jobs along with what new legislation could do to help grow the pharmacy profession. There's a couple of different ways that we're looking at the growth in pharmacy right now. 
The job outlook is actually very good. There's a couple of websites that we keep track of that look at the need for pharmacists at the national level, regional level, all the way down to different practice settings. It's a scale of one to five, one being we're flooded. We've got more people than we can use. Five being we need every living, breathing body we can get into a job position. Right now, the national average is 3.11, so a little bit above that equilibrium balance. The southeastern region is actually slightly above that at a 3.13. So there are still a wide variety of pharmacy jobs available. Uh, There's actually a push going on right now in the state of Alabama to pass legislation giving pharmacists provider status within the state. Provider status is something that will allow pharmacists to expand their opportunities to give health care assistance to those in need. One of the target populations would be looking at possibly patients on Medicare uh, in underserved health care areas. If provider status were to be passed, then those patients would have greater access because pharmacists would be able to provide a lot of the health care needs that they have where they might not have direct access to an MD or someone in that position, the pharmacist can go in and do some of the basic diagnostic, the basic health care, helping them understand their medication, uh, which, you know, in turn is going to lower medication costs, going to have you know, better outcomes for the patient. So, yeah, the job outlook right now is really looking up. As in the United States, we see more people gaining access to health care there's a need for providers to meet that healthcare need. Pharmacists are positioned ready and waiting to step in and meet that need. Speaking of provider status, the state of Alabama has now joined the majority of other states to list and recognize pharmacists by definition as healthcare providers. The next step for pharmacists has been on the federal government's table since January of this year when the Pharmacy and Medically Underserved Areas Enhancement Act, H.R. 592, was introduced to Congress. This act would list pharmacists as providers under Medicare Part B, as in boy, to allow pharmacists to bill for services, which would be a large step for the profession and be a great resource to increase access to care for many patients in these areas, as Parker mentioned. Changing focus back to pharmacy school, Parker goes on to discuss what the application rates are looking like for pharmacy schools overall. The other side that we're looking at with the growth of pharmacy schools, we've actually seen a decline in students applying to pharmacy school. For whatever reason, the numbers have gone down a little bit over the last few years. We are looking at doing some things nationally through the American Association of Colleges of Pharmacy to start a marketing campaign to reintroduce what pharmacists can do and how pharmacy as a healthcare uh, position is something that students want to look at. A, it's a minimum six-year program from starting college to graduating. So we are trying to get the word out again that pharmacy is a viable option in the healthcare field. So, yes, 
the jobs are there. We're trying to bring more students into being interested in pharmacy. We here are seeing the, the opportunities that we have through our program that are just exploding here regionally, nationally, and really worldwide with the international outreach that we have to offer. Parker talks about the importance of pharmacists and how their place in the healthcare system is vitally important, not only as medication experts, but also as lifestyle coaches to help their patients achieve lifestyle changes to optimize their patients' outcomes. Pharmacists help people live healthier lives. You know, there has been a long-standing idea that the pharmacist is the person standing behind the counter pouring the medications from a larger bottle into a smaller bottle and handing it off to the patient with no further interaction. That couldn't be further from the truth. The pharmacist is actively involved in the healthcare of the patient. Many patients are more comfortable contacting their pharmacist to ask questions about their medications or about their just their general health concerns than they are to call their general practitioner because they feel like they will probably get more direct contact. They'll get more direct time. Pharmacists have the opportunity to talk with patients to help they make sure they understand what their medications do, how their medications help their overall health care, and the things that they can do to improve their health care to maybe be able to come off of some of the medications they're prescribed on. Pharmacists are there to help them live better lives. If that entails helping a patient understand how changing their diet or changing their daily activities, becoming more actively engaged and just moving more throughout the day can improve their own health care to the point they may not need some of the prescription medications. If it's a benefit to the patient to have a healthier life, that's the goal of the pharmacist. Here at Sanford University McWhorter School of Pharmacy, our mission is to improve healthcare worldwide in a Christian atmosphere through pharmacy science and practice. Our vision is preparing pharmacists to transform lives. The students we have in the program take that to heart, whether it is through the outreach that they do in the various communities that we serve, whether it's through our medical mission program where the students are you know, spending their time in the summers doing medical mission trips to not only improve the health care but improve the lives of those people they have the opportunity to serve. That's what pharmacy is all about. And if more people understood the reality versus the the long-standing almost myth of what pharmacists stand for, I believe there would be more interest in saying, yes, that's an area that I see myself helping someone live a healthier life. Parker finishes off our special two-part series on pharmacy school with a last word on what the Samford University McWhorter School of Pharmacy means to him and what he believes separates the pharmacy school from all the other schools in the nation. I think the one thing that I always like to make sure people know about the program here at Samford is that we aren't here to weed out applicants we don't feel are qualified for the program. We're not here to say, well, this is how much I know and how much you don't know, and you should be just glad that I'm even talking to you. The program here is built on relationships. We talk to our students to find out what brought you here, what kept you here, what are we doing right, 
What can we improve? And year in, year out, we hear from the students that the relationships between faculty, staff, and student is what makes this program attractive and what makes the program successful. We view our students as future colleagues. We view these students as people that we want that student to be proud to have our name on their diploma the same way we hope that they are proud to represent who we are as a program. So everything that we do, everything that we stand for is about the student and about the patient. We are here to help these people reach the goals they have set for themselves in becoming pharmacists and then to take that and go out and make the world a better place through pharmacy science and practice. I have worked at two other universities. I've worked for the U.S. Department of Education. I could not feel more at home than where I am right here at Sanford. And, and it shows. It's the, the beauty of the campus, the beauty of the people, the family atmosphere and relationships that you find here. I can honestly say you may find other pharmacy schools as good as we have here. You will not find one better. And I, I honestly take that to heart and put it into everything I do, working with every student, uh, every undergrad, potential student, the pre-pharmacy students that I advise on a regular basis. Everything that we have in this program is geared toward helping people reach their goals and helping patients live healthier lives. If you would like to find out more information about Sanford's Pharmacy School, Parker will tell you where you need to go. Glad to be with you, Anthony. And if there's ever anything I can do, if there's ever anyone out there that has questions about our pharmacy program, please go to our website, www.sanford.edu forward slash pharmacy. My contact information is there. There's information there on our open house events that we host. Anything we can do, any questions that we can answer, please let us know. Be sure to talk with your pharmacist on what they can do for you to help lead a healthier life and talk with your legislators to help increase the practice of the profession to allow an increase in the access to care for you or a loved one. For Healthy Dose, I'm Dr. Anthony Bolus. You've been listening to Healthy Dose, brought to you by the McWhorter School of Pharmacy at Samford University. McWhorter School of Pharmacy, preparing pharmacists who transform lives. More on the web at samford.edu slash pharmacy. To learn more about this program or other episodes, go online to healthydose.org. Join us again this time next week for your next Healthy Dose.